Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Haney. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Minnesota Tim's with me today. I'm on Zoom FaceTime with him. I have a question for you. What are you eating, by the way? Why do you always laugh at me immediately when I answer the phone? Because your hair looks like that uh, Seinfeld guy you think is so funny. <laughs> yeah, the Cosmo Kramer. I was actually watching some Seinfeld before you called. Oh, my gosh. Do you, have you thought about a haircut? Yes, I am preparing my hair for the ultimate haircut for the wedding. You got to stay going. What are you going with? Something really special or what? Mohawk, maybe? No, I go with the fade. You go with the fade and then you just let it all. If you're going to go with the fade, you got, don't you have to like keep it like faded? I mean, what, what good does it do you to go with the fade and then get a haircut every six months? By the way, we're going to talk about some golf today, but I don't know how we got on this subject. But you're, it's just, that's why I laugh at you because your hair, it sticks up everywhere. Well, I like the showcase that and I have. What are you here. eating too, by the way? I'm eating like these breakfast sausages from oh Costco. Oh, my God, that looks good. Haley and I got a Costco membership. Are you allowed to do that? Don't you work at Walmart? <laughs> Walmart almost fired me this morning. Why? <laughs> because I was scheduled for Friday. I told them I couldn't work. They scheduled me anyway. 
I called out sick. They scheduled me Saturday. I told them I couldn't show up on Saturday. They scheduled me anyway. So I had, the, I had a talk with the big boss this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Give me a look. Let's hear it. He goes, so Tim, I noticed that you weren't here on Friday and Saturday. Where were you? And I was like, I had a men's Bible retreat. I told you guys that I couldn't make it, and you guys scheduled me anyway. I was like, well, you already surpassed the points limits that you get for absences, so technically you should be promoted to customer right now. He said I should be promoted to customer. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it, means you, it means you're fired, but he didn't fire me. I connected with him. I told him I'm Minnesota Tim. And uh, we went. Oh, to did St. you drop Cloud the Minnesota State. Tim card? Oh yeah, I dropped the Minnesota Tim card. And uh, I was like, he's like, oh, what do you do for your full time job? I'm Minnesota Tim. I work for Iheart Radio. And then, <laughs> and then um, he's like, oh, where did you go to college? I said, oh, I went to St. Cloud State. And he's like, oh, I went to St. Cloud State. And then we, and then we became bros. <laughs> but did he concede that they screwed up and they really you weren't absent? They, it was just their mistake, or did he still dock you with the absence? So he got points against you. He conceded that it was their mistake. Oh well, there you go. You're you're, you're free. So you say so your your point total is back down to zero. Uh, it's actually it's actually at four right now. Wow. Did- how would you get to four? <laughs> What'd you do wrong to get to four? Well, my iHeartRadio takes precedent over Walmart, and there's times where I've all all of a sudden had to be at my job for iHeartRadio the same time I'm scheduled for Walmart. So I just called in sick to Walmart and said I couldn't make it. Oh wow, that's dishonesty, isn't it? No, it's not dishonesty. It's loyalty to iHeart. You're not really sick, though. What are you eating? I'm eating sausages. I already told you. Oh, God. Do you cook those things? No, no, no. They're healthy. Oh, my gosh, Tim. You just, are you going raw sausage? No, they're like, they're like beef sticks. Oh, you're going to beef. Oh, God, that's gross. Oh, those are so disgusting. Oh, my These God. have no added preservatives. Okay. Well, that's well, at least you got that going for you. Now that we're speaking on snacks, what kind of snacks do you eat on the golf course? Uh, I like the, uh, uh, you know what I like? I like these right here. This I'm pretty big on this right here. This is called the Mott's. They have these at Costco now. What? That you have a me- yeah, now that you have a mess, now that you have a membership. This Those is are at like Costco. For kids. Oh, these are great, Tim. These are the Mott's assorted fruit. Naturally flavored, fruit flavored snacks. It's like a kind of a healthy, uh, you know, gummy, juji, fruity kind of thing. A little softer though, and just uh, awesome. Oh my gosh, these this, these are good items. And they got them over there at Costco where you shop now, and you can get some of these. These are good, really. You're gonna like them. Trust that, me. Those aren't healthy for you. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're it's, it's sugared up, but it's uh. It's a healthier bad snack. How about that? <laughs> well, fruit, assorted fruit, naturally flavored. I mean, is that not good? Suzanne approves this for Henry, which that's pretty good. It's you know, it's, it's, it's they're good. You'd like them, I'm telling you. That's really good. I like that. Uh, I'm a, a you know a bar, some kind of a bar thing. Uh, I'm a fan of the uh, fig bars. They got those at Costco too. Yep, I eat those a lot. Okay, they got the fig bar. They got the blueberry uh, kind of blueberry kind of fig bar. I guess it was, and then they got the original fig bar, and then they got the raspberry fig bar. Comes in the big box. Yeah, you get a good deal on that. You got those? Yeah, I like the blueberry the best. Okay, those are good. Those are a good snack thing. Uh, by the way, since we're on, we're we're going all over the place from haircuts and uh, where do you get your haircut? By the way, 
I get it at uh, the barber shop. Okay. And when was the last time you had your haircut? You hear about the, hear the birds in the background? I'm pretending it's the masters. Yeah. <laughs> your CBS, you got Lance Burrow up in your house? <laughs> no, yeah, I got the wind, I got the door open. The birds are chirping out there, but it, it gave me a little <laughs> master's uh, memory, master's feel. Although at the master's, it's the same bird on every single hole. It's amazing how that bird just flies around from hole to hole. Yeah. Right next to the microphone too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how, when was the last time you got a haircut? And then we'll get off the haircut talk. Uh, I want to say February. Oh, wow. February. Okay. Well, that's pretty good for you. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the wedding. Are you actually coming? I'm registered, aren't I? Yeah, you're RSVP'd, yeah, so don't okay. go against your word. Steve says I'll no show. Yeah, he doesn't think you're coming. Really? Well, I'm uh, thinking about uh, coming up there for a... Uh, uh, Henry hockey camp, if I can find one to go. I wanted to go to the Heartland hockey. It's supposed to be the best hockey camp there is. It's in Minnesota. You know where it is? I thought you said it was in Brainerd. Yeah, Brainerd, Minnesota. Okay. And I'm trying to, I wanted to get in that and it's full. So do you have any connections up there? Can you maybe get me, get me a spot for my son, Henry? He's a eight, eight, eight U. That's eight and under. He's a mite. Uh, we need a spot in the uh, hockey, uh, Heartland Hockey, best to hockey camp, and, and, and plugging them right now. I should be, if anybody's listening, maybe they'll give us a spot. You know, we'll pay, but, I mean, just get us in there. Uh, and it's supposed to be beautiful, right on a lake, a lot of stuff to do, really nice. You got a lot of lakes up there, don't you? Yeah, the lakes aren't frozen during the summertime, though. But Yeah, exactly. So they're nice. Do they warm up good, or I mean, can you swim in them, <laughs> or is it freezing? Like, what? No, seriously. You well, know, you can't. I mean, they they warm up pretty well, but you can't skate on a lake that's not frozen. No, we we're, we're skating at the ice rink. What what I'm talking about the lakes swimming. Is it is it what's the water temperature in the lakes in Minnesota in the summer? I don't know. I typically walk on water, so I don't really get into the lake. Oh jeez, <laughs> walk on water. All right, I want to continue the snack talk. Uh, we're going to come back to that in uh, in. in just a second, but we're, just, since we haven't talked anything about golf yet, let's tell everybody how they can at least get better at golf. And that's by getting my instructional uh, emails that have my uh, free uh, instructional videos on them. And all you have to do is go to HaneyUniversity.com and you can register for free. We got an email from someone that watched that video. Okay, let's hear about that. He says, Hank, I saw a video you did the other day on proper swing sequencing my big miss is a slice, and you said to slow my body down and to speed up my hands and arms. I have never been able to get that separation of my lower body and my upper body in the swing. So my question is, should I work on some sequencing drills or flexibility drills to get that upper body or lower body separation, or do I just continue to try to speed up my hands and arms and slow down my body? Okay. Well, is speeding up the hands and arms means that... that your problem is that your body gets out ahead of the club. The club never catches up. The club face stays open. We have to get the club face more closed relative to the path of the swing. So we need to get the path of the swing. If you're a right-handed player going more to the right, and we have to get the club face closing faster so that you get that face uh, you know, in a closed position relative to the path of the swing. If your body, upper body in particular, goes too fast, the club always lags behind and you're late. So, so that's why I say, you know, feel like your hands and arms go a little faster and your body goes a little bit slower. That will definitely help. But, you, you, you know, there's other factors that 
could come into play. Like the club face could be wide open at the top of the swing because your wrist is your your left wrist is cupped or your uh, grip is too weak. Your swing could be way too upright. These are all things that would open the club face. And even if you speed up your hands and arms, you, you may not be able to get it to square up in time. So there's other things that you have to check. But but just in general, the, the thought process here is with, with a lot of people, they, they leave the face open and they, they slice or they push or, you know, they do both. And what they typically will say, this is a, a an average golfer analysis. And they'll say, I didn't get through the shot. That's why it went to the right, which could be a reason if you had a straight push to the right. But in almost all cases, that's not the the issue. The issue isn't that you didn't get through the shot. The issue is that you left the club face open. So you have to get the club to square up with the back of your lead hand, turning it earlier and getting it to square up earlier. And that does not happen when you speed up or finish through farther. It's actually the opposite. People that hook the ball typically need to finish through the shot more. People who slice the ball need to release the club a little bit earlier and get the club to square up earlier. And that's why I I, uh, I, I gave that tip. So he yes, he, he needs to you know, work on on uh, getting the, the club to release his uh, lead hand turning and squaring earlier. He needs to get the path going a little more to the right. Uh, hold the shoulders back. Let the club release. Uh, another thing you can do is is feel like at the start of the downswing, rather than wheeling your shoulders out, which a lot of people do when they come over the top, is just to feel like you bump your your hip forward, and that'll set you from the inside more. And then just let the club go ahead and release and close. So, uh, but yeah, all those tips are, are described, and uh, they'll show you what to do on my uh, Haney University site. So go on there and register if you haven't done that. That's where we were headed with this, and uh, you will be on your way to playing better golf. All right, Tim and I will be right back. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport, and I'm Kibi Rappaport, and together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough. 
that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you asked me, Tim, about my snack on the golf course. I gave you the Mott's uh, fruit snack from Costco, one of the greatest uh, items you could have. I got the beef sticks showing right now. Yeah, they're terrible. Some, Duke's. Oh, Dukes. Duke's is supposed to be pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, I told okay, you. I'll give, I'll give you a prop on that. Uh, but I like the, the fig bars, too. That's a, a little something you'll, you'll, uh, you'll enjoy. Uh, but I want to ask you this question, Tim. Uh, I've been going to Jimmy John's a lot. Matter of fact, I go there a lot of days. Okay, and I know you're, you used to work at Jimmy John's. Matter oh fact, yeah. Were you, were you a sandwich maker or a delivery guy or what? Were, what exactly was your title at Jimmy John's? Or is, is Jimmy John's a, a one size fits all? Everybody does everything. I was the MVP. Not everyone does everything, but I do everything there. Not everyone does do it all. You do have a particular job title. But I didn't have a particular job title because I did it all. I was the biker, manager, closer. I never opened the store, but I practically opened the store. How do you practically open a store? Well, I would get there early before I was actually supposed to clock in and help out the person opening. <laughs> that's called practical. That's what you call practically opening a store. Yeah. Yeah. I did it all there. And. And do you know how to make a number five veto? Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the number five veto. I still got it. Lettuce, onion, sauce, oregano, no mayo, tomato, pickle. No, no, no pickle. Pickle's optional. But you got tomato, no mayo. Yeah. Veto's so good. You cheese. didn't put any meat on it yet. Yeah, well, you got the, the veto is the meat. And then you got the cheese. Pretty good. What do you mean veto is the meat? Well, it, you know, the veto is the meat, right? Isn't that what the meat is? I don't know what the meat is on it. You know, it's like ham and it's like spicy ham. Yeah, it's like a salami kind of thing yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So when they make those sandwiches, let me ask you about, are they already, they already have all the meats all lined up? Like here's the veto department, here's the, the 
you know, turkey, here's the ham, here's the this, here's the that, and you just grab it? Or what? Or do you have to, how does that work? Explain to me how this works. I'm interested in this. Yeah, it's ready to grab. It's sitting on the little... Uh, That's how they make it so fast, huh? Yeah, yeah. They slice it the day prior and it's ready to grab. Oh, so that's what. That's the trick. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it. Well, I mean, they can't slice it right in front of you. That's why it's super fast. I like the number uh, five veto. Uh, let me ask you this about about a uh, Jimmy John's. Do they make their own potato chips, or what's the deal on that? Do they get their own packaging? How, how, who makes those? They're very good. I like those. Yeah, you like chips. the you like the barbecue or the. I like. I go regular. Just regular. Oh yeah, the regular ones are pretty good, but the barbecue ones are the best. You know what's the best? What? Are you ready for this? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to spark some debate between us, but the chocolate chip cookie. No. Over no. the oatmeal cookie all no, day no, long, no, 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 not no. even Tim, close. Tim, Tim. You, dip it, you dip it in some milk. Tim, little milk first off, Tim, who has milk to dip it in? Who drinks milk? I, I mean, I don't drink milk, but I dip the cookie in milk. Well, how do you dip a cookie in a milk you don't have? Well, there's milk in Jimmy John's. So you dip it in. Well, the you milk. don't go. What I go to? So I'm going to go to Jimmy John's. Okay. Yeah. Give me a number. A five, give me a number five veto uh, with a regular chip. Uh, a, uh, a a fountain drink, <laughs> yeah. and uh, give me a give me a a, a chocolate. Uh, what do you call this thing? A chocolate chunk cookie? Yes. Okay, give me a chocolate chunk cookie and a milk to dip it in. Yeah. Who who's ever ordered that? Seriously, I mean, if you any, came up to uh, me, uh, let me ask you: Has anybody ever ordered a number five veto, regular chips, a fountain drink, and uh, a chocolate chunk cookie and a milk you could dip it in? Has anybody ever ordered that at, at Jimmy John's? Yes, I can witness no, it. I'm haven't. a witness. Anybody over ten? Every anybody over eight years old? No way. I am a witness to that. I have done it. P- You've done it. Has yes. anybody else done it? I, uh, no, I don't know. The answer is no, Tim. The answer is no. Okay, so let that. me tell you. Okay, since we're on this discussion, let me tell you about something right here. One of the greatest cookies, and I am a cookie connoisseur. I know about cookies. Okay. Okay, I mean, I just trust me. I know about cookies. Uh, the the Jimmy John's oatmeal raisin cookie. That's your is one of the no. great. It's no, it's not just my favorite, Tim. It is one of the greatest cookies you could ever eat. Mm, nah. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> what do you mean nah? It just, What's the number one a, seller at Jimmy John's on the cookies? Um, the chocolate for sure. Really. Yeah, I'm going to post a question on your Twitter right now. Okay. Best Jimmy John's cookie. Okay. It's the oatmeal raisin. It's not even close. I'm going to post a poll for listeners to answer. Oatmeal cookie or the chocolate chunk cookie? Okay, let's see what happens. We'll see what people respond. Okay, we'll see see what we get there. I like the oatmeal raisin. It's one of the greatest cookies you could ever have. I'm just... Really serious. Matter of fact, I think that some of the reason I go there is because of the cookie. I love that cookie. Hmm. That is a great cookie. Right now, it's the chocolate chunk cookie at 100% over the oatmeal cookie. There's been That's because you have one vote, vote so far, Tim. Yeah. yeah it says you have one, one vote. vote. Yeah. I'll get on there and vote and we'll even it out. <laughs> you can't vote uh, on your I, own I, poll. I would go the oatmeal raisin, though. What is that? Is the chocolate chunk cookie your favorite cookie, period, of any brand? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's right up there. Yeah, I like the chocolate chip cookie. I mean, I like that. I like that. But the oatmeal raisin at, J- at Jimmy John's is just tremendous. It's so good. Oh, man, I highly recommend it to anybody. 
All right. Another thing I highly recommend is my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Uh, if you've got arthritis pain, this uh, product will really help you. Give it a try for free. Uh, free two-week supply at voodoopainrelief.com. And read the reviews while you're there because they are off the charts and people will tell you how much it works for them and it'll do the same thing for you. Voodoopainrelief.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you got him? Tim, let's, uh, let's go another, uh, let's get back to golf a little bit here. You have another, what else you got? You had something, another question, I think. Yeah, we got another email question from Larry Michaels. Okay. He says, hi, Hank. While yeah. watching the golf this past weekend, I noticed two things. 
One, Lydia Ko choked up like two inches on the grip on all her clubs, including the driver. I know Tommy Fleetwood does this, but I was wondering what your opinion of this is. I'm guessing she likes having more club in her hand and adjusts accordingly rather than maxing out the yardage on each clubs. What do you think about this? Do you want to answer that first or do you want to hear the second one? No, I will answer that first. I, I'm not a fan of the choke up two inches that you changes your the length of your clubs, changes your bend from your waist. I, you know, I, I just I don't get it. It's not something I've ever seen. You know, I, let's just put it this way. Uh, Jack Nicholas never would the choke up two inches. Tiger Woods never did the choke up two inches. I don't get the choke up two inches. It's a way to uh, hit shots a little bit shorter. If you're like in between clubs, let's say you're deciding between a five and a six iron, you can't quite get the six iron there, but you think the five iron's too much. So you take out the five iron and you choke down a little bit. To, to me, when you choke down that much, you're having to adjust your your whole posture and your distance from the ball and everything. And I, I just it, it's it's another variable you put in there. And the the net result is by by shortening up a little bit, you make your arc. You know, by gripping down the club, you make your arc of your swing shorter. So the theory is, is you will not produce as much club at speed, so you won't hit the ball quite as far. You could do the exact same thing without changing your posture, without changing your distance from the ball. You could do the exact same thing by just shortening your backswing a little bit. Now, it's harder for people to shorten their backswing if they don't have a very, very good swing, but Lydia Ko has a very good swing. So that should not be an issue for, I don't, I don't understand. I'm not really sure why you, you would do that. Uh, Anthony Kim used to do that choke up. He couldn't find his driver most of the time. Uh, who did you mention? Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, he, he's got the, the choke up going. I mean, it does make the club feel lighter. Yeah. I'm not, I am not a fan of it. Not really. Okay. To be honest. All right. The second question that Larry Michaels asked, he says, I saw a slow motion swing of Stuart Sink, and it looked to me like he really turned over his hands at impact. I've been trying to understand the concept of release, and I know some players hold off the finish, but others like Sink and Patrick Reed look like they really make an effort to turn over their wrists. Can you explain? Well, sometimes some sometimes they may turn it over too much, but you're going to see that it's not happening before they get to the ball. It's happening, you know, they've made impact, they're square, and then the, the release continues and it's, you know, not going to stop. So it just continues and then it turns over after, you know, it's the, the concept is it looks like it looks like it's, you know, opening, you're opening the door and closing the door. It's like a door swing from a hinge and it just opens and closes at a, at a you know, natural rate on an arc like that. That's what you're what you're shooting for. Uh, some players are more exaggerated that way. Their head stays back. Their body maybe doesn't turn through as much. Their hands turn over a, l- a little bit more. But still, if it was happening before they get to the shot, then they, in their right-handed player, they'd hit everything to the left. So it may look like it's it's happening before, but it's not. It, most of that is after the fact. You're trying to concentrate more on just squaring the back of your hand, meaning that at impact with the ball, the back of your lead hand is facing toward the target. And if you have a neutral grip and the back of your hand is facing to the target at impact, then you've got a very good chance of getting the ball to go at that target. Uh, But uh, for a lot of people, they leave the face open. So trying to turn the club over like you, you perceive Stuart Sink is doing, 
is uh, certainly probably not a bad thing if your tendency is to leave the club face open. But there's a lot of things that that you know look a certain way when they're in slow motion. That it, when you go to do it in full speed, you know if you try to make it look like that, it, it's maybe not going to work out too good. In, in other words, in this particular situation, you may close it too early and you, and you wouldn't want want that. But you don't want to be too late either. You got to be just right on time. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Mm. All right, Tim. How's your game coming, by the way? Oh, man. The last time I played, I was just a ball striking Jesse. Were you? And when? And are you, you getting ready to go out uh, again? I mean, is Minnesota golf, is it rolling right now? Or how? What's it, what do you got? Freezing up there? Snow today or what? No, no, no. It's not freezing. It's um, beautiful. It's raining. And it's uh, going to be extremely nice over these next few days. We are going to have a heat wave coming up. It's going to be 77 degrees oh on Saturday. Gosh. And um, my golf game, you know what I'm predicting? This is what I'm predicting, okay? Yeah, it's here. So so for the bachelor party, we're going to the golf course, the good old Shadowbrook golf course. Oh, that's the bachelor. Is that the, is that the, the bachelor party? Yes. What, do you got a golf tournament? No, we're just, you know, a bunch of guys are getting together to play some golf. Okay. That's, that's, the, that's the official bachelor party? Yes. Okay. And uh, I'm going to predict that I break 80 that day. On your bachelor party? On the bachelor party. Oh, wow. How many people are playing in this bachelor party outing, do you think? We're going with like 16 people. 16 people. All yep. right. That should be fun. And you're yes. going to break 80 that day? Yep. For the first time ever, or are you going to do it before that day? I'm thinking that's going to be the first time ever. I'm feeling special that day. <laughs> All the PGA Tour players say all you have to do is believe in yourself. So I'm starting the belief early. Yeah. Is the bachelor party the day before your wedding? No, it's the weekend before the wedding. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's a weekend before the Okay. All right. And that's at the Blue Note, the big wedding. Yeah, the reception's at the Blue Note. The wedding ceremony is at the church. Yeah. And then you're going to Montana for your honeymoon? No, going to going to Maui. You're going to Maui, and do you have it all booked? Yes. You have your vaccination in case they ask for that? No, no vax. You don't need it. Don't need it. You sure you have to? When you go to Hawaii, you got you to sit in your room for a week. Did you know that? No, no, no. You just got to get a negative test before you go. And you don't have to sit in your room for a week? Nope. You sure? Yes. What, do you, what kind of activities do you have planned there? We are going to go to Pearl Harbor. We're going to go on a bicycle trip down the mountain. Okay. And um, yeah, we're going to go snorkeling. It'll be good. How's your snorkeling? Good? Yeah. Yeah. There'll, be a, there'll also be some time spent in the bedroom as well, which I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. That's good. You hear me on that? You hear me on that? Yeah, I heard you. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's very good. All right. All right, Tim. Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to, to that. That's going to be a, a great event. The uh, Tim the Tim wedding. The chocolate chunk cookie is dominating the oatmeal cookie. What 65%. Is it? How much? Over 34%. The chocolate chunk cookie's got 65.8% of the vote with 73 votes versus the oatmeal cookie, 34.2% of the votes. All right. How about, I think, I, I think I'm going to have to concede that, what is it, about four votes to one or something or two or what you got? How many votes are there so far? 75. Oh, that's pretty many votes. Uh, okay. Here's the thing. 
A chocolate chunk is probably always going to win because that's just a more favorite. But I, I'll have oh, to. I'll have to say this. Of all the oatmeal raisin cookies that are out there, I would rate the Jimmy John's oatmeal raisin cookie as the best oatmeal cookie. Okay. Okay. Maybe not the best cookie ever because that's a tough battle to win, but I would say it's the best oatmeal raisin cookie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. And let me ask you another Jimmy John's question while I'm at it. They asked me if I'm a member. What does that mean? I have no idea. I've never heard of that before. If we, are you a points member? Do you get extra points? They asked me if I want a free pickle all the time. <laughs> that must be new. What's the deal on the pickle? Is there, you got special pickles? No, the pickles are huge. They're massive. Yeah, and they ask you if you want to cut up in four pieces. I like the pickle. It's good. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, it's a really good pickle. Very that, juicy. Jimmy, Jimmy John's is a great place, by the way. It's great. All right. All right. Well, it was a little random talk today. Always enjoy it, Tim. Follow us on Twitter, at Hank Haney. You can uh, get on there and uh, one of the great polls that Tim puts up there. You can participate in that for sure. Uh, follow Tim on Twitter, at Tim Parachka. Uh, send him a, a, a little honeymoon advice there, a little uh, good wishes on his wedding coming up. Uh, and uh, his honeymoon, he's, he's all charged up about this. This is going to be a big event. Uh, you know, everybody's looking forward. It's going to be like a royal wedding over there at, uh, what's this town you're doing this in? What's that? Uh, Watertown, Minnesota. Watertown, Minnesota. Wow, it's going to be big. It's going to be a big event. Uh, great. All right. Uh, hit the uh, follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be there every day with the Hank Andy Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.